welcome to episode number 17 of self-improvement and spirituality in practice blooming with gracie who today i'm going to talk about energetic vampirism and parasitism yes this is a very interesting and important subject do you know how to recognize an energetic vampire you know the kind of person that really sucks your energy and can leave you not only tired but really bad and even ill sometimes or are you a vampire without knowing it maybe you know sometimes when you are feeling needy when you want something from other people well uh, we are talking about this today Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer and an independent spiritualist from Brazil. I became my own guru and a reality transformer. And what is that? Because I studied the laws of life and it's a matter of knowing how they work and putting them into practice to transform your reality. And today I help people motivated by self-improvement to become their own gurus too and to transform their reality consciously. And how? Using their hidden inner powers. And the only way to help someone or to teach someone is if they really want to learn or be helped, right? Because otherwise um, it's useless trying. And that's why I really prefer people motivated by self-improvement. Because I don't know if you are aware of this, but the cause of everything in your life is within you. And it's like I always say, to change the effects, you need to work on the cause. So the first thing is to be responsible for yourself and for your life. So if you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for the better, stay here and let's have a conversation. going to divide vampires into categories and naming them because I think that doesn't make much difference and besides there are texts like that on the internet so I'm not doing this. The most important thing in my view is learning how to identify a vampire, energetic vampire, to be smart when dealing with one of them that's much more important than knowing the different types of vampires out there and the names they have if they are you know like demanding vampires or needy or whatever it doesn't matter energetic interaction between people is a natural fact no matter if it occurs between incarnated and incarnated people between incarnated and disincarnated and vice versa obviously and disincarnated and disincarnated it doesn't matter we are all human beings right if you have a physical body or if you are in an energetic interaction with an, someone without a physical body it doesn't matter and neither does physical distance make a difference 
because this is not a barrier to energy. Actually, energy has no distance. We just need to think to tune in to something or someone. So, let's start defining what is an energetic vampire. It's someone who feeds on the energies of others and doesn't even need to be very weak for that. It doesn't have to be someone sick or disturbed, for example. And most of the time, the process is unconscious, even automatic. That is, even you, dear listener, can act like this as a vampire without realizing it. Yes, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? I know, but the, the most important thing is to be aware when you are acting like a vampire because the thing is, maybe you are trying to get the energy, to suck the energy of someone who is not really well. So when you realize you are acting as a vampire wanting someone's approval, for example, Maybe you are getting their negative energy instead of a positive one. So even to be a vampire, you have to be careful. <laughs> Who is your target? Okay. Anyway, it's best to put vanity aside and watch yourself to avoid playing that role. The basic attitude behind vampirism is to want something from someone. And what exactly? To want attention, consideration, approval, to want affection, to want love. And let me say something, emotional need is something disgusting, you know, the kind of person that really sticks, wanting affection and demanding love all the time. Well, that, that is, you know, too much. <laughs> and uh, also the vampirism involves wanting recognition, for example, or strength, courage, etc. The list is so long, but the principle is the same. Whoever does not trust themselves to meet their needs, either physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, that person will always want another creature to give them what they are too lazy to obtain with their own effort. So every time you want something from someone, support, for example, approval, recognition, attention, you are acting like a vampire. And every time you find someone who is acting the same, wanting something from you, they are acting like a vampire also. And of course, there are levels of vampirism. There are light levels and there's also the more intense attempts to suck energy from other people and also there are professional vampires out there but i'll talk about this soon so basically the vampire individual is always open to anything that can come from everyone else so he or she is very vulnerable to being vampirized as well because this is the thing. If the door is not open, it does not enter. And that goes also for people who love to seduce, even if only to feed their own ego through looks, ways of speaking, body, ostentation, as I call it. It's always the vanity of being noticed and admired. 
and there's a danger inside of this attitude because when you are too open to whatever comes from other people in terms of uh, recognition, admiration or compliments, you are also very open to criticism and they will hit you with the same intensity because you are, if you are too vain and vulnerable and if you get a bad or a negative response for, from other people, not exactly compliments, then you be hurt more easily, of course. So you gotta pay attention to what you really want from other people and how open you are for them because you can, especially strangers in social medias, because you can have, you know, good comments, for example, and likes, or you can have negative responses also. So, as I said before, there are professional vampires who live to suck the energies and forces of others and do it willingly and mercilessly also. And there are those who act like this sporadically, not necessarily all the time. And there are also those who act like vampires with only specific targets, like relatives, spouse, or friends. Everything will depend on the degree of emotional and spiritual immaturity and, of course, shamelessness, right? And there's also the chronic type of vampire and who is not really... who, who likes to play the poor person, the victim, the powerless and the unlucky person, but uh, that chronic type is deep inside not really a poor person, right? They are smart, they are always playing that role to get other people's attentions and to have other people helping them when they feel lazy to work on their own, for example. That's the most professional vampire, actually. And they also find victims. They also find that good-hearted person who has a good will to help them, right? So you gotta open your eyes and get smart. The parasite is a separate case, different from the vampire, because also he or she also seeks to feed on the resources of others, he or she uses this method with a specific target and a specific person and for a certain purpose. For example, a woman who is experiencing a frustrating marriage, who feels powerless and without the courage to take action and face a separation, a divorce, okay? And she's very unsatisfied, and uh, but she doesn't have the courage to ask for a divorce. Then she meets a stronger, more determined, courageous, and independent friend. You know, usually maybe maybe it can be a single friend, <laughs> very independent, uh, very self-confident, and the unhappy married woman. She starts to nurture herself with the other's virtues to gain enough courage and go to divorce. If the friend walks away, for example, and cuts the connection for 
any reason, it doesn't matter. They, at some point, maybe the friend realizes, oh, this woman is too needy and depending on me too much. She, she's asking my opinion about everything. She's uh, hanging on me and uh, I, I don't like this relationship anymore or whatever. If the, the stronger woman decides to finish that connection or the relationship, what happens with the other one? She goes back to being as before, fearful and insecure because she was feeling herself with the courage and the good energy from the stronger one, right? However, if that more confident friend has a considerable amount of energy, she may not miss it by providing the other with a willingness to help her. Maybe she she's so energetic and self-confident and uh, wants so much to help that friend in a sad marriage that um, she doesn't care of giving her own strength and support and force or whatever to her friend because she won't miss it she has so much that she won't miss it so parasitism is not always harmful in the sense of weakening the host. However, it requires attention when the parasite starts to depend on the other's company to feel strong, to feel confident and brave. If the relationship continues, he or she, the parasite, tends to become more and more dependent and accommodated, ceasing to work on its weaknesses and therefore stagnating in their evolution. So this kind of relationship that involves uh, parasitism can be really not good or helpful for both people because they are not really evolving in terms of self-improvement, not necessarily in the spiritual way, but, but anyway, they can be, you know, codependent actually, especially if the host, the one who is giving the energy or the strength or whatever, especially if that person is too vain and has such a big ego that really loves to be admired, to have someone depending on them and uh, to provide some other people with their best, then they are really open and wanting to give their best to other people. So unconsciously, of course, they will attract vampires because they want to nurture other people and having them in a dependent relationship. In this case, those people deserve each other, right? Someone is wanting other people to depend on them and uh, the weaker one wants someone stronger to hang on. So they are perfect for each other and uh, like attracts like in life. So that's okay, but they, both of them are not evolving really. So at some point, uh, the relationship will be damaging to both of them. It's important to be aware that any type of symbiosis requires two sides, okay? One in the active role and the other in the passive. This means that the vampire only acts like that with those who let themselves be vampirized. 
In the same way that the parasite only sucks those who allow themselves to play the role of host, even if they don't know it. So that's the importance of really watching and paying attention. And the person who loses most in the account is always, always the nutritious source, the one who is more positive. So it's up to them to take the initiative to break the bond, not necessarily the relationship, but the vampirism itself. So here I'll give you signs to identify and deal with this type of situation, vampirism and parasitism. First, pay attention to people who cover you with compliments, praising your qualities too much. Exaggerations always make good sense to beat. You know, when you feel something is wrong, the other person is going too far, this is too much. Even more, if that person doesn't even know you well, you know, the, the other person just met you, it can be, especially uh, with this endless pandemic in uh, social media, for example, in a relationship app and uh, barely knows you and covers you with compliments. Oh, you are this, you are that. Um, we have our intuitions, right? We have an intelligence in our unconscious that feels the energy behind other people's acts and words because energy comes first and speaks louder than words actually so many times we can have our unconscious system warning us that that's something wrong with you know that is too much the other person is uh, making a big effort to please us so pay attention to your inner sights to your intuition to your guts okay and especially if that person is full of problems and eager to get close and make friends and being very nice, too nice maybe, because one thing is to be kind and uh, polite to other people and nice. And the other thing is being too much, okay? Any kind of seduction which aims to mess with your ego and stimulate your vanity is always suspect. If you enter this game and find yourself special because you are impressed with the compliments, well, that's it. You open your aura to be sucked. And if you get impressed very easily with compliments, mm, that's a sign that you may be a vampire as well because other people's uh, recognition and are so important to you. And like I said, the same doors that uh, allows the compliments to come in are the doors that allow critics to come in also. Another situation that can happen, pay attention. Anyone who comes up with a pity talk, with lamentations or complaints to play the victim also requires attention. If you feel sorry, there it goes a bite on your neck. Because what is behind pity? One thing is to have compassion, okay? To have empathy. But another thing is to see someone as a victim, a poor one, 
and wanting to take responsibility to help that person. He may have a vanity behind coming from your ego, you know, that vanity of being a good person, what I call spiritual vanity, religious vanity, or moral vanity, you know. And if you see someone as powerless and at the point of feeling sorry for them and wanting so much to do something to help them is because deep inside and consciously you consider them less than you. you. You consider them incapable of doing something for themselves and you are superior, you are the, the stronger and the one who can do something and uh, you want to give your best to them and if it is someone you know, a professional vampire who always plays the victim to get other people helping them or giving them attention or whatever. If you are too open to give your best to them and they want the best from you, of course there's a connection there. They will suck your energy because you are willing to give your best to them. So the best protection, which also applies to the previous case, is not to be impressionable. So then you can avoid getting into the vampire's speech or drama. In the first case, they are trying to seduce you with compliments, right? Praising your qualities. So if you get impressed with that speech, then you are a victim of the vampire. You are open to them. And on the other case, if the person plays the victim, the poor victim, and you get impressed with that character, then you are open to their drama, right? So another situation, avoid authoritarian, controlling, too demanding people. You know, the kind of person that is too insistent and tries to manipulate situations. And also, it's important to say that there are those people who manipulate in a sweet way, being kind, being nice, and based on emotional blackmail, which is the same. It doesn't matter if they try to manipulate you using force or um, violence or aggressiveness or sweetness. Uh, it, it's the same. They just want to control you. If you cannot cut contact with those people, because sometimes you work with them, you live with them, well, you have to learn how to be firm, to put limits, to set boundaries, but without getting into the power game to see who is in charge, who is stronger, smarter, and has the last word. If they try to attack you, you know, like a demanding too much, oh, why don't you do this to me? You are so selfish. I do everything for you. You And now that I'm asking you, you refuse to help me to do this to me. You know, they will always try to attack you somehow to try to force you to do what they want to because really they are selfish. And um, then, you know, just don't accept that to an argument, for example. Striking head-on only feeds the other with the importance you play on him or her. And that's exactly what the idiot wants. They want attention. It doesn't matter if it is through compliments and being nice or if they want to get your attention 
through uh, arguing or fighting, it doesn't matter, because if you accept that, then you stay connected and he or she comes with that elephant trunk to dominate you. So the best attitude is not to get impressed with uh, their attitude, with their tantrum sometimes, that emotional blackmail, don't accept their drama and uh, stay neutral and stay cold. Another thing, pay attention to those who only want things, things from you, who are always asking for things or complaining, uh, people who demand too much, that is, uh, annoying people basically, who never seem satisfied, negative people. Because a good and healthy relationship is based on exchange, right? A two-way street where both people are benefited in a nutritious way. And this is very important. People who only look for you when they are in trouble or to ask for a favor, well, they deserve a well-given block, right? Because they're showing they don't really like you or um, they don't really care about you. They just want that convenient relationship with you because they think you can be useful to them. In practice, whenever someone wants something from you and receives a negative response, no matter your reasons for doing so, notice the reaction. And I hope you already learned how to say no, <laughs> how to put limits. Because if you are the kind of person that doesn't want to hurt other people, doesn't know how to say no, because want other people to think you are nice and then, well, if their opinion about you, their acceptance is so important to you that you cannot say no uh, when you should, um, well, I already said that maybe, probably you are a vampire also <laughs> because you want their uh, recognition, right? Their acceptance. But if you could set boundaries and say no, pay attention to the reaction, to the other person's reaction. If that creature of God <laughs> gets offended and still goes on to demand or even attack you with accusations or offenses, it's because you just refused to be abused by a spoiled vampire and he or she didn't like it at all. <laughs> it's like the way they confess they are really a vampire because they couldn't accept a no because of course they are too immature emotionally speaking and they don't know how to deal with frustration like small kids, very spoiled kids. So what do you do in this situation? Stay on your side. Don't bother with the inconvenience of others. Don't give importance to the dramatic immature. And also, if he or she wants to reject you and give you a non-follow or block you somehow, feel grateful because it was a favor they did to you. <laughs> And if they get so angry at you because you said no to them, well,
well if they decide to turn their back to you and not talk to you anymore it's a big favor because they realize they couldn't vampire you and they will try to find another victim be happy <laughs> the thing is our unconscious integrity system has a mechanism to detect attempts of energetic invasion it's like a firewall you have a firewall in your computer right and to prevent from attacks from hackers or virus so we have a system like that in our integrity it's ruled by our unconscious forces and intelligence we have like a firewall that identifies a threat and gives a warning signal so the more you pay attention to your feeling your guts the more it works in your favor no matter what someone says to you and how they do it with politeness sweetness and kindness if it hits your chest in an unpleasant way get smart in general we can feel someone's evil or bad intention in their eyes however friendly their words are someone can use nice words to talk to you but the energy comes first always and speaks louder than words so we can feel the energy their intention behind their words so pay attention to your instincts and there's also another thing the look of an envious person is unmistakable so in this if you see yourself in a situation like this get away don't talk about your personal life anymore to that person and mainly don't give satisfaction just avoid them you know better if you can stop seeing that person or having any kind of contact with them because that's very likely that you are dealing with a very negative vampire professional one if the creature that creature of god <laughs> if that person is surrounding you with what i call fifth intentions meaning sex and shows anxiety and haste to get to the end then it's very likely that you are dealing with a sexual vampire every woman knows or should know at least by the look what kind of interest and intensity a man is feeling for her when we meet someone we find more interesting it's normal to want to go slowly to get to know each other better and better aiming at a stable and lasting relationship right on the other hand if the person arouses no more than a physical attraction there is no point in having too much ceremony right it's evident that it's only to hook up to satisfy the desire and uh, the most intense exchange in terms of energy is through sexual connection and again energy has no distance so it doesn't have to be necessary a physical connection it can be a distant one even if you are not seeing the other person on a camera for example so be careful if you use those dating apps for example you cannot trust the photos in the profiles because there are a lot of scammers and liars out there people who use fake profiles 
and uh, if they start the conversation and soon they are talking about you being sexy and oh I wanted you I wish you were here with me um, well if you are into that kind of um, interaction with a completely stranger then, well you are an adult right you should know what you are doing but uh, be aware that maybe you are dealing with a sexual vampire and uh, in an exchange like this you can be getting a negative energy also right and once you open your door uh, the other person will have access to you at any time until you close your door but and that's uh, the importance of this episode to try to warn you about those invisible threats coming from the, you know those energetic vampires because uh, behind all the fun you can have with someone online especially you have no idea of the consequences in the astral plane and uh, because I am an independent spiritualist so I study about this the reality in the other dimension and uh, if you are dealing with a vampire and you are open to to give what they want to you doesn't matter if they are they sound nice and uh, provocative with their words and if you open yourself once they will have access to you even unconsciously uh, probably uh, or, or maybe not but uh, anyway they will have access to you and uh, even when you are not talking to them when you are sleeping for example their spirit can go after you and really suck your energy and uh, well you know how much energy you have to donate <laughs> to other people but uh, there is since it, it is an exchange uh, you probably give your best and get their worst in return and feel tired and exhausted even when you wake up and you don't know why because you could sleep many hours but if you wake up really feeling tired like you didn't sleep at all uh, it's a sign that you you lost energy while your physical body was sleeping and if you don't know how to deal in this kind of situation uh, you can contact me because this is very serious especially today with this pandemic there is a lot of people you know being single in this pandemic for well everything is the quarantine started in march and we i'm recording this episode in end of november so it's more than eight months already being single in this pandemic it's not been easy so there's a lot of very needy people out there in social media and in dating apps especially guys so if you are a woman or even a guy, a gay guy, uh, listening to this, uh, pay attention. There's a really, really a lot of people very needy and acting like sexual vampires or even only emotional vampires. It doesn't matter. Well, 
It's not about living on alert and running away from almost everyone, right? I'm not saying this and because there is a lot of vampires and unconscious parasites out there. And we have acted like this ourselves several times in our lives, right? Uh, we gotta be humble to admit this. We all had those moments when we were not okay we were feeling um, not needed but uh, you know we wanted uh, some support from other people we wanted you know some love affection um, we we can act like vampires also unconsciously uh, but the question is if you felt like helping someone not just out of vanity moved by pity or to be nice Okay, just be careful not to feed a dependency on the other, right? The old advice is still valid today. Teach the other to fish instead of fishing for him or her. Encourage independence, yours and others around you. It, because it's so beautiful to see someone with dignity who does not lag behind others in search of alms and crumbs, right? And here I have to talk about a very specific kind of vampire, the modern one who lives on social networks and relationship apps, dating apps. That kind of modern vampire feeds on likes and praise. Do you know that type of person who collects followers and is continually posting something generally irrelevant just to get attention and audience, pay attention to people who post mainly, if not only, pictures of themselves doing a studied pose, you know, the selfies, even more if there was a whole production before with hair makeup, clothes, lighting, scenery, filters, you know, too much production to look nice, to look be beautiful, to look sexy. And also pay attention if there are a lot of what I call body ostentation. In summary or provocative outfits, then it's definitely to force an appeal and seduce. There's a lot of profiles out there with basically half-naked photos, right? Because for so many people, what's the meaning of working out so much and not showing their bodies <laughs> to other people, to try to seduce other people, to show, oh, how great my body is, how yummy I look. <laughs> and uh, um, pay attention because you are probably... Uh, dealing with a sexual vampire, right? Because if it's not the case, why exposing their bodies so much to strangers, right? And uh, with these profiles, all positive feedback given in the form of like or compliment or a good comment is letting yourself, the follower, to be sucked to feed the vanity of the profile owner. And uh, what does one get in return for that? Well, maybe 
the follower himself or herself is also a vampire looking for attention, wanting to be noticed and equally appreciated. Well, in this case, they deserve each other, right? Like attracts like. And uh, both wants recognition and compliments and uh, to feed their ego, their vanity. Uh, so yeah, it's okay. But um, I hope you, my dear listener, is not that type of person. I hope if, that you are really into self-improvement to become a better person. And that involves expanding your consciousness. And that's what this podcast is about, to help people expand their consciousness. The thing is, if you feel like hooking up with someone and the other person feels the same about you, no problem. To be an adult is to assume your desires and act responsibly, especially during quarantine, right? The risk lies in feeding expectations and wanting more than the other or the relationship has to offer. Because whoever feeds this type of illusion ends up playing the role of a vampire who soon starts to ask and even demand, inevitably ending frustrated and hurt. Because if you have high expectations about the other person, and the relationship, at some point, you will start to get frustrated and maybe demanding for what you wanted, what you expected, right? You become bored, you become, you know, I hope not, but uh, there are many people who think they have the right to demand what they expected the other person or the partner or the relationship to fulfill them, right? Giving in at the beginning of a relationship, of a story with someone. Giving in is part of the seduction and conquest game, okay? But giving in against your will always becomes a burden. And the person who gives in all the time at some point starts to become unsatisfied and maybe angry. Let's be honest, only... People who are full, insecure, and even dumb cancel themselves out to please the other all the time, right? Allowing themselves to be dominated by the most selfish in the relationship. But that is already a relationship between two shameless vampires that deserve each other since neither has respect for themselves and the other. You have the dominant, the selfish one, and you have the passive one who is always trying to please, both want something from the other partner and uh, they act like vampires. It's not a, a healthy relationship and that's why they deserve each other. They are there to learn something right together. The rule is the more you give yourself in terms of meeting your emotional needs, the less you need and depend on others for that. You become less boring and stop acting like a vampire or a parasite. For this reason, too, I prefer to deal with mature and self-sufficient people uh, to avoid headaches and troubles. I really avoid immature people, dependent, needy, imposing, meddlesome. 
clueless people and people with no sense of limit and respect, people who are, who is always complaining, negative people in general. I just avoid the kind of person because time and experience teach a lot, of course, but observation and wit accelerate learning. And the faster you get smarter, the better for you. Whoever learns to identify a type of vampire or parasite, because there are several types, is at an advantage to survive. Because you won't, if you can identify them as soon as you meet some of them, online or not, you can protect yourself faster, right? Because uh, some relationships can be so damaging that one person can become even ill because at some point they donate so much energy or they their energy is sucked so much that they, they don't have, you know, vital energy anymore to keep their body in a state of balance and they become ill because uh, someone is stealing, really, stealing their energy. And they don't realize this because they are not aware of this invisible reality. And that's why I'm doing this episode to warn people about this important aspect in relationships, the vampirism, energetic vampirism. And often the individual, the vampire, doesn't act for evil at all. Do you know that friend who calls to vent? in search of understanding and support because they are not well and they want someone to talk to. You can listen to your friend impartially without taking responsibility for their well-being, without judgment and without being pressed by the eventual drama. When they act like a poor ones or a victim or unlucky person, if uh, your friend starts to distill poison through evil speaking, which consists of taking pleasure in speaking badly or complaining, you just cut it gently and firmly. Explain that it's not good for your friend to tune into this negative range and if there is an insistence on the victim's attitude, so it's up to you to put limits on the conversation. Or are your ears potty? Calling your friend a vampire using sense of humor, for example, is a great shake and usually works because no one wants to be a vampire. It's, you know, it's kind of shaming. A decent person at least will feel shame if they recognize, oh, I'm, I'm being a vampire, right? Another thing, if you leave a conversation or a place feeling worse than you entered, it's a sign that you let yourself suck. Be mature and take responsibility for yourself. No one sucks you. You are the one who distract and invigilating. Let yourself be sucked. You are not a victim. You can be unconscious, but you are not a victim. No one can do anything to you if you don't allow them to. So, if you were sucked, if you let yourself be sucked, well done. Who told you to get too involved and not be exempt? Who told you to be so impressed? Learn to defend yourself. Don't criticize 
don't judge, don't condemn, don't take sides, don't get impressed by other people's drama or pity talk. Do not want to play nice. Oh, leave it to me. I will solve it to you. Don't want to play nice to satisfy your vanity. Pay attention. Nor do play Mother Teresa. Oh, poor man. Poor girl. I need to help him. No. The favorite weak point of a vampire, especially a professional vampire, is vanity. Someone's vanity. That's the main door they can use to get access to someone's energy. And very important, in order not to be you, the vampire or parasite of anyone, do not want anything from anybody. What kind of thing? Do not want understanding, approval, attention, affection, love. Do not want applause, sympathy, strength, support, lap, baby bottle, pacifier, <laughs> because you are not a child. Be ashamed and above all, have dignity, be an adult, supply your own needs and teach others to take care of themselves too. Do not cultivate dependencies, especially emotional ones, okay? Take self-possession, what I call self-possession, and with self-responsibility. Each one is obligated by life, with a big L, to learn to manage themselves. After all, every company is fleeting, right? Only you will be with yourself for eternity. All the other people in your life will follow their own path at some point. So you gotta be emotionally independent. So in this way, by acting firmly with yourself and with others, you avoid not only taking a negative charge from someone, as well as contaminate people and environments with your negativity also. And why did I say you avoid taking a negative charge from someone? Because, well, let's be honest, you know, sucking a human being who has not yet reached the light has this risk, right? If you are going to suck someone's energy, if you are going to be a vampire, at least choose well your victim. <laughs> Someone very positive with a good energy. <laughs> Because if you, people are so unconscious of this, so unaware of this, they want to get energy from people who are even worse than them, negative people. What can happen if you do something like this? You will end up even worse, right? So people don't even know how to choose a good victim. <laughs> To be vampires, well. <laughs> so, if you allow yourself to vampirized by recklessness, you will probably be vampired by more than one creature on the same vibrating band, since similar people go together, right? Do you want peace and well-being? Well, start by putting order and limits on yourself, and then 
being able to do the same around you. If you are always attracting needy, troubled and unbalanced people, incarnated or not, it doesn't matter. It's because there is one like that inside of you because somehow you are also needy, troubled and unbalanced. Wake up to your inner reality and get smart with those you meet and above all, with those you live in everyday life. The biggest vampires and parasites are very close and are the most dangerous because we offer our neck many times without realizing it. And then they had already bitten us. So I hope this episode was helpful to teach you how to recognize a vampire Even if you are acting like a vampire, eventually, if you find yourself in a situation that you have a relationship that really, you know, demands too much from you, you don't know how to put limits, you know, you always feel tired with that person. And uh, if you have this, you know, this intuition that maybe you are dealing with a vampire or you have a situation uh, in your life that draws your energy too much, you are feeling really stressed. Well, know that everything has a solution in life. Or if you find yourself always facing the same frustrating situations and uh, you try so hard and uh, you feel stuck, and don't know what to do to get rid of bad situations or um, not so good people in your life, well, you can go to my website and book a free 45-minute enlightenment call. And why do I call it enlightenment call? Because it's really to shed some light into your consciousness so you can finally understand why you are somehow even unconsciously creating that situation in your life, attracting um, specific types of people. And then you can not only understand the why and the how and the what for, but uh, you can have uh, an answer on how to deal with them. Because in that enlightenment call, I will read your birth chart. First, when you book the call, you will be asked to fill out a short form with your birth date. And I will call you at the exact date at time that you choose to give you a quick reading of your birth chart explaining your main challenges in life and the lessons you are here to learn. So a lot of things will finally make sense to you and you can talk to me about the specific situations in your life that you want to solve. I can make a diagnosis and at the end you are free to do whatever you want with that information. You are free to go. I will give you a solution to your case no matter what it is because I trained my sensitivity to identify the cause of any situation. And as I always say, to change the effects, you need to work on the cause. So I'm doing my part in these crazy times of pandemic to try to help people to really get some kind of mental, emotional relief because there are so many people 
getting depressed and getting panic attacks. Uh, it's the highest level of anxiety. There are a lot of people out there who really need some help. And as a therapist, I'm doing my part to try, at least try to help. So you can go to my website, graciehu.com, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O.com. At the first page, there's a button. When you click them to book that call with me, free 45-minute enlightenment call, then you will be redirected to another page to fill that very short form so I can call you at the time you select and uh, we can have uh, a conversation. I hope I can help you with any question you have in your life. That's it for today. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.